Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 23 of the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's content and bring it to you. As always, I'm your host, Danzel, aka Black Ice, joined by my amazing co-host, starting off with Manny, aka Gootmaster Flex. Say what's you up. No, what's up, what's up on our Jordan episode? Oh, our Jordan episode. All right, oh. all right. Manny always got a little something, something to you know tie oh. the episode to. All right, I appreciate that. All right. So we stay gooping as always, right, Manny? Of course. Gotta stay gooping. Gotta stay gooping. All right. And we also are joined by Chris, aka May 25th. What's going on? What's going on, people? Uh, I'm assuming based on Goop's statement that next episode is gonna be the Kobe episode. Right. Oh, right. That's uh, so we're gonna have to do it like that. Oh man. <laughs> I throw it up for the guy two four. Let's come up from there. the Celtics fan, yo. Coming from a Celtics fan, but I got much love and respect for Damn. the two foe. All oh, right, got so for two foe. You know what I'm saying? Definitely, definitely. But anyways, another tangent. We're going on tangent. Games, <laughs> games, games. Talking about some games. Let's talk about some games, baby. It's definitely a good week. Good week for gaming for sure. As as has been most of this year, to be honest, we've been coming pretty uh, consistently with the news and whatnot. So always good to see but before we get into our topics let's uh let's start off with what we, where we're playing this week so manny you start us off oh yeah so our writers uh been playing that a bit since it hit game pass um i haven't played too much of it but i played some of it it's interesting we'll talk more about it later in the episode but also uh played uh what other games i feel like i played i played a little bit of daisy actually yesterday with with isaiah the game's interesting <laughs> but okay. you played Daisy and didn't tell me. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it was it was last minute. It was last minute. But yo, uh, pause. Yo, you know I was looking for folks to play Daisy with me a couple months ago. You know this. <laughs> that was a couple months ago. Man. Yo, so, yo, go that, ahead. Huh. I feel like there's one more game I've been played, but yeah, I'll say I'll say those two are my picks for this week. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, how can I forget? You know, a little bit more of that Final Fantasy Chris' favorite game. <laughs> so. All right, word. All right, thank you, man. Oh, boy. Well, Chris, That's how's your uh, your week with your Series X been? What have you been playing? Not DayZ. Uh, can't believe you, Goop. I'm very hurt. Very hurt. We'll talk about this after the pod. Um, <laughs> I've been playing Destiny. Uh, I always go, guys. Just understand. Every week, I'm gonna say I play Destiny. <laughs> like it's just same. Like, yeah, forgive it. Um, but I have also been playing a decent amount of Outriders. Uh, I don't want to say a decent amount, but enough, enough to be able to formulate a decent uh, review and opinion on the game. Um, low key, played a little bit of Unraveled. Mm. Low key. So, you know what? Let me start it up and see what it do. So, you know what? I don't be playing these platformer games too much too often, but it's got a certain uh, charm to it that I enjoy. Uh, yeah. And I think you even have like a co-op op- option in the second game, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken, yep. or something mm-hmm. like that. So, yep. uh, yeah, no. Game's pretty cool. 
Um, have I touched anything else? I briefly touched Cyberpunk for a second just to kind of like jump in and see if I felt any differences or whatever. Talk about that later. <laughs> um, trying to think if there's anything else I touched. I don't think so. No, that's about it. Okay, word. That is about it. <clears throat> Thank you, gentlemen. So, uh, so yeah, for me, I've been you know obviously Destiny every week. There's always going to be Destiny. Um, definitely been playing a, a a good amount of Outriders, and of course, like you know, these guys said, we'll be talking about it a little bit more later on. Um, definitely have some complicated feelings about that game, <clears throat> and also shout out to Manny. I, I do have a PlayStation Five in my possession. So, with that being said, I've been playing a lot of Miles Morales. Absolutely loving that game. Um, I do, and and. And I will admit that Miles Morales is the only PlayStation 5 game that I have been playing. I downloaded a couple other things, but I decided I'll get to them afterwards. I will say I'm a little underwhelmed by the the Dual not DualShock, the Dual Sense controller. I don't I don't know if it's everything that it's cracked up to be as far as what everyone said, but I haven't played Astro's Playroom, I haven't played some of the other games, but so far with my experience with Miles Morales, I'm a little little just tiny tiny bit underwhelmed, but other than that, I'm definitely loving my PS5 so far. See, guys, we show love to both. Okay. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm definitely gonna have to dive into Ashley's playroom this week, though, and like get a better feel for the controller. Maybe I'll report back next week with a completely different uh, review. But yeah, so far. Any drift? By then. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Oh God! If I have drift, y'all. I'll tell y'all right now, if I get drift in a week, it's y'all weird because definitely gonna hear about it. Like when we're talking about the controller, and you said like how it feels like light for some reason, but like I'm feeling that I have an X my Elite controller, and they kind of feel like the same weight. But that's me personally. Like it's... I don't know, I don't know if it's because like your PlayStation Five, like I don't know if it's different because it's like you know one of those like they mass produced, even though like they had to mass produce the console. Launch ones. All right. So, like I mentioned, I, I think I retracted my statement about the the weight of it, <clears throat> but it does feel like I don't know. I feel like if I drop this right now, it's it's done. You know, like it does. They do feel about the same weight, but there's something about the like sides of the controller to me that like feel like it will break very easily. Like I feel like if I'm just I'm one bad trials game away from breaking this controller. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no, what it is. I feel I feel like it's the opposite, but I mean, there's a lot of drift problems, so you know maybe I'm just biased. <laughs> yeah. But but again, I will say it's a massive, massive, massive step up from the DualShock controller. Like I feel like this is much more durable than DualShock controller, but I don't know, man. It's it's whatever. It doesn't matter. I have it. I'm having fun with it so far. I was just expecting a little bit more from, uh, you know, all the hype that came around the controller and whatnot, but it's all good. It's all good. But yeah, before we dive into this week's topics, we got to, we got to go through everybody's favorite segment. You know, I almost skipped it. I almost missed it, but that's why I got my amazing co-host here to let me know what's good. So Chris, take it away. All right. We here, we doing the icebreaker. All right. Hold on. Get better and better every week. All righty. 
have to do the bird man hands. Have to. Now the question of the week. Icebreaker. For y'all gentlemen. What game do you guys want to see get the I, I I call it the world treatment. So like they decide to take the video game or the movie or whatever and turn it into like a universal studios uh land or amusement park. So Again, what game do you guys want to see get the world treatment? Like, you walk in there, and it's like every scene from your game that you think in your head could work in this scenario. Because um, one thing that I was, I'm very excited for is that Nintendo Land thing. I don't, I forgot the the date on when it's supposed to be, like, accessible to the public. I'm sure it's gotten pushed back several times because of COVID and whatnot. Um, but I haven't looked at it in a while. But I'm so souped to be able to go do that, especially the Pokemon part. That's going to be dope. But, like... Something akin to like that. Like, what do you guys think works in this scenario? Um, I don't know if you guys want me to go first, or if you guys uh, are just jumping out of the scenes to give your answers here. But uh, I got an answer. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. You don't mind? What should be my answer? It's not gonna be your answer. <laughs> what should be my answer? I'm scared that both of y'all got my answer. Be. It so. definitely won't be any of your answers. I, it's it's actually gonna be recycling an answer from last week, unfortunately, but. Bioshock, guys, you know, I've been talking about it for the last couple weeks. Uh, I think Bioshock would be the perfect game to get its own theme park world or whatever, what have you. It's not it's not big enough yet, so I don't think that's something that would happen. But, man, it'd be really interesting to get a world based off of uh, Atlas, which is just all underwater. You know, imagine trying to recreate an underwater world as a theme park. Like, I think that would be kind of wild. You know, they could they could go either way with it. They can either do, like, break up half the park to do, like, Atlas, which was really um, Bioshock 1's world, or, uh, oh my god, I forgot the name of the other world, but <clears throat> the one in Bioshock Infinite where everything's in the air. Um, yeah, that would be really wild to try to recreate. Specifically, Bioshock Infinite's world where they had the zip lines, in, or I guess, I don't know what you really want to call it, but... The, the lines that you could jump on with the hook and just kind of zip from point A to point B. Like, I, mm. I can imagine maybe that's how they would break up the world, right? There'd be, like, a an overhead part that has, like, little carts or whatnot that kind of take you from one part of the, the world to the next, and it would be themed with those hooks. Um, yeah, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. And, you know, you'd have big daddies walking around everywhere, little sisters <laughs> walking around everywhere. That should be pretty cool. What you making that face for, man? You don't remember the little sister? No, no, no. It's it's funny because Chris started laughing when he's some big daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it. Yes, no, I, did. <laughs> I saw that. You were, mm-hmm. I caught you. <laughs> oh but, man, yeah. Out, was, of, out of context, those those sound really weird. But if you know about Bioshock, you know what big daddies are. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny the second time. Too. Oh god. You know what big dad are. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <sighs> it goes without oh, saying, no. but you know, pause. <laughs> oh god, big daddies. Oh man. But yeah, that's uh that's my pick. A Bioshock world would be <sighs> super interesting. Probably will never happen oh. until that game gets, you know, more traction and whatnot. when they revive it, which you know they're about to revive it. Um but yeah, Manny, what about you? I was thinking, imagine a world of like, or a theme park that's like based around Halo. 
I just think that would be so dope. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got you can have some small stuff like, you know, ghost bumper carts. You just crash. Is it ghosts or banshees? Whatever. Ghosts. <laughs> when ghost. it's on the ground. Ghosts? Ghost? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I get them mixed up all the time for some reason. But, like, <laughs> you have ghost bumper carts and everything like that. I mean, I just think it would be dope. Like, I, I just think, it, you know, like, not even just, like, you know, like, the vehicles and everything like that, but, like, the atmosphere of the world. I just think the world looks amazing in, like, the Halo universe. I know it would be kind of hard to, like, recreate it, but, like, I just think I the think, Halo... I, I, and I, sorry, I'm going to cut you out, but I think they actually did this already. Stop the cat. No, stop the cat. <laughs> they did. They did. So it's called Halo Halo Outpost Discovery, and it happened back in 2019. It was, like, a traveling theme park thing that was going on um i think they made like four different stops across the u.s uh for the summer so they did one in orlando um looks like they did one in philadelphia chicago also five parts philadelphia chicago houston and anaheim california um yeah it it looks like they did exactly what you're talking about probably definitely not to the extent that you're mentioning with like the bumper cars and all that stuff so that would be a dope addition, but it was kind of more of like a traveling theme park thing. So just wanted to throw that out there. But go ahead. You, you could add on to whatever you know else what? you think would be cool. Uh, screw it. We're going to grant the fire world. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we're going violent now. We're going we're gonna to take it to Los Santos. You're going to see these flying hover bikes. We're going to see missiles flying everywhere. Okay. They're going to Halo. They can't take Grant the Fado from me. <laughs> yo, okay. I would love just being able to walk up to some dudes in this world. Hey, yo, you ready to put in some work? Hell yeah, I'm down to ride for my set. What? No, if that, if, what? But but <laughs> imagine this, like, and just, what? like imagine like you're, you're just like one of the rides in like the Grand Theft Auto world. It's like you're trying to pull up on uh, like some VR AR type of thing where it's just like y'all here just. Recreating a heist from Grant the Father. I think that would be dope. That would actually be pretty cool. Yeah. Like a like a getaway scene. Like that would be the ride. Yeah. Yeah. Like then you know what I'm saying? You got people running up to you, hitting you with the bat, so the knuckle dust is a bing bing. <laughs> but uh that'll be my pick since Halo's already uh taken. <laughs> okay, that's dope. All right. Uh well, Chris, what about you, bro? I'm surprised neither of you took my answer. Um, but for me, and I have a good explanation for this, I want to see a Resident Evil world. So, like, I want a more horror-based one because they don't have that there, right? There's nothing in Universal that's horror-based. But you already know, when they do Universal, they go balls to do all and to, to the, the finest details on everything, right? So it's like, if they did this with Resident Evil... I'm thinking more like how, you know, they how every time it's Halloween and they have the like the haunted hayrides and the mm-hmm. little spots where you can do your thing. I'm thinking of something like that, but like turned up to the max and just Resident Evil style and you know what I'm saying? Like imagine you know being able to go inside of a building and you able to like pick up you know guns and stuff and find clues and try to piece it together in real life. But they got cats out there with the uh Resident Evil 4 style stuff where they're busting out the tentacles in their faces and doing all kind of crazy mess. And like, dude, I'm telling you, I want this to be scary. It, it needs to be scary. Like, right? It needs to be, if it's universal, I'm only expecting it to be legit looking. 
And um, I think that they should have a horror-based option for people who want that kind of rush and people who really want to experience that. Like, if they put a nemesis in this in this shit, bro, like, if they put that in this, or, like, I forgot the, the name of the uh, the thing with the tongue. What's the name with the thing with the tongue? The liquors? The liquor. <clears throat> the liquor, yeah. Liquor in this, job. I'm telling you right now, bro, if they get any of those Uroboros-ass things with the tentacles flopping around, if they find any way to, like, animatronically make that in real life, I'm the biggest, one of the biggest Resident Evil fans there is. I'm not stepping foot in that world, bro. <laughs> I'm not seeing that shit ever. Hell no. Uh, bro, I'm just saying. Imagine if they recreated the village. Imagine if they recreated... There's so many different things that they could kind of put into this Resident Evil world that could be really cool. Like, really, really cool. And obviously, like, you know, they ain't gonna put nobody in no danger or nothing because it's still an amusement park at the end of the day. But it it just needs to look realistic. And I mean, like, it it has to be gory. It has to be adult. Like, you can't have kids in there. That that wouldn't be a thing. Oh, definitely This would strictly be uh, a part of the, the Universal Studios that is just for adults. But I, I think, honestly, I think there would be a market for that. Like, I really do. I really feel like there's a lot of people out there who would love to go through the ultimate horror RPG experience in real life. Because that's what that would be to me. There would be yeah. nothing better than a universal-based Resident Evil simulator. They're just, come on. What, what do you, oh, I don't give a damn what amusement park you bring me to, yeah. what cornfield you bring me to. It ain't beating that. Yeah, like, it's I agree. Not, not I would, it. like I said, I would a thousand percent down with that. Like everything you said up until the mm-hmm. the tentacle shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everything <laughs> else, <laughs> I was here. Dogs. Oh man, that that be have the little girl come back, the little laser girl. That <laughs> remember would be her? Fire. That would be fire, Bruh, bruh, bruh. You can do some stuff from the movies. Oh, oh. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, imagine they did like a like an escape room type of That's thing, exactly where just like yep. you're just stuck in a mansion and you you got like a certain amount of time to get out. Like, that would be so dope. Yeah. I would That's, just be yeah, so yeah, man. People would do that, bro. If they had the whole world thing, though, like I can imagine, like you do like one escape room with the mansion, another escape room with the police station from Resident Evil Two, and mm-hmm. like, oh man, yeah, and like each. It would have to be obviously like a massive theme park, right? So we really wouldn't be talking like a universal side of things. But yeah, I can imagine, like I said, the the Resident Evil One mansion as an escape room, the Resident Evil Two police station as an escape room, and then like the village from Four and and so on and so forth, and like having those be different areas of the park. Man, yeah, that would be that'd be sick. But but we gonna have to hold off on we gonna have to hold off on the the, the tentacles shit, bro. I don't. Mm-mm. Mm. <laughs> gotta go for it, man. You gotta go for it. If they do anything with the village, they have to do it. They have to. They just have to. <sighs> man, if they if they did the police station escape route type of thing, and you're getting chased by Mister X, that could <laughs> that could <laughs> hold. <laughs> All you hear is like loud footsteps, like doom, doom. But like, dog, like another aspect of this too that's cool is it doesn't always have to be all just the horror stuff and the simulator, right? If they can also do a part of it that also kind of like goes into the details on what happened with the T virus and show like the laboratory or the laboratory, however you want to talk about it, and, and and like kind of go into some of the lore a little bit of Resident Evil and fill in some holes for folks and like all that stuff could be super dope. Like a whole section that you don't really kind of like sweat in, you know, is just about yeah. learning about the the lore, you know. Yeah. And 
Man, that could be cool as hell. <clears throat> yeah, I, you Man. know what, Chris? I'm surprised I didn't get that idea because, yeah. I, I thought you were going to steal it. I really thought you was going to. Really thought so. I like it, though. I like it. I was it. like, if he don't, then Goop taking it for sure. But <laughs> not y'all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's wild. Yeah, guys, let us know what you guys think about those ideas in the comments below. As always, you know, um, we really want to hear what you guys think. I think that that Resident Evil one, that's... Mm. Mm. Yeah, we can't do the They would make you know. mad money. Call at you, boy. I got some ideas for you. You know what I'm saying? Capcom. <laughs> uh, Capcom, you know what it is. All right. For real. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that one, Chris. That was actually a really, really good one this week. Um, but yeah, let's 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 finally dive into the topics this week. You know, I got got a little ahead of, ahead of myself, you know, a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's okay. It's okay, we're here yeah. now. We're going to talk yeah, about the topics for the week. Definitely Absolutely. got some, some, some interesting ones, some big ones to talk about. Um, but, yeah, we're going to start off with Cyberpunk. So, this week we got a... <laughs> Chris already dropping his head. We got a pretty big patch. Patch uh, 1.2 dropping, like, over 200 different fixes for the game. Um, I, I don't even know what else to say beyond that. I'm just gonna let I'm just gonna dive right into the the responses here because we got a couple different things Cyberpunk to talk about here. Personally, I don't if if I'm CD Projekt Red, right? I'm gonna just say this real quick. If I'm CD Projekt Red, I ain't talking about this game. Like, yeah, you gotta you gotta let people know that you got the patches coming out, whatever what have you. But I ain't talking about this game until I drop the next gen patch, right? Like personally, I don't wanna see, hear anything about this game until the next gen patch drops. And you got some more story content. Like, just ha- just make it like a big relaunch. Like, hey, we're here. You got a, a PlayStation mm-hmm. Five. You got a Series X. Come play. Come back. We got this, 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 and this. But either way, we got a big patch this week. A lot of eyeballs are on it. Chris, I know you got a chance to play a little bit, so I'm gonna let you start off with your impressions on the patch and just what you think about what's going on with Cyberpunk as a whole. So go ahead and take it away. Ah, uh, well. Well, first thing I want to say is I completely echo what you're saying with the whole not saying anything until the next gen patch comes out. Um, in my personal opinion, I think they should also do some due diligence and if they went the route of just going with next gen and then kind of like taking that only and going forward, please, 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 please let the older gen console folks know exactly what they're going to be getting or that they're not getting anything or whatever the case is. Just make sure that they're very well-informed and in the know. But I, I do agree. I feel like with this next-gen patch, it should be them definitely doing kind of like a little small reboot and them also throwing a little bit of a white flag saying, all right, now we're next-gen only. Because going forward, I see no point in them continuing to try to fix what they did on the older consoles. I really don't. I really think they should have waited and they should have just you know released it only on the new shit. I get it. They tried to make money all across the board, and they wanted to try to make everybody happy, which, in a sense, you know, if it went smoother, it probably was the good call because people today are still struggling to get the new consoles. So I, I, I get that. You know, like, it made sense on paper to do what they did. I don't see it as just a money grab for them, even though it kind of was in a sense too. But I, I, trust me, I completely get it. I got my roommate. You guys all know it. Now he, he needs a next-gen console too. They're not easy to grab. It made sense to make it accessible, but my God, like you guys really have to like 
make sure people know what they're getting into. With that being said, um, yeah, after poking around in it for a little bit, I, I, I didn't see much of a difference. Um, I didn't experience any new bugs because I know that's what a lot of people are saying. Like, they fixed a bunch of stuff, but it brought in a bunch of other new bugs. Um, didn't see anything myself. But I did notice that some of the stuff that I am looking for every time I see a patch update still didn't get fixed. So, for example, I don't know how many times I got damn say it. The Lizzie is like my favorite handgun that they have in that game. I like that gun better than Johnny Silverhand's gun. It is a damn good gun. But they will not release a damn legendary blueprint for the gun, so I have to constantly use the epic version. Why? (laughs) Why? (laughs) That is like the simplest fix I think you could do in the game. Every time I boot it up, I look for that first. Still not fixed. And there's also not a legendary blueprint for uh, the Skippy, mm. the, the gun that talks to you. Yeah. So there's just like little minor things <clears throat> that are just still missing from the game that I don't understand. Um, I would have thought crafting would have been a lot better by now because crafting is very... It's accessible, but it takes so long to get the mats together to kind of do what you want to do. They need to improve that stuff. And it's just... I don't know, man. It, it, uh, to be I, fair, I, I'm though, with you. to be fair, though, those those last three things you mentioned, right? Do you think? I mean, at least to me, I don't view those as fixes, more as like additions to the game. So I don't know if they really focus on adding anything yet, right? Like I think they're just really, really going hard on like bug fixes. Do you consider that a bug fix or? Um. I guess I don't consider it a bug fix. I threw it in the same boat as an actual bug, but if we're going to be specific, then yeah, it's not really a bug per se, but it's a really annoying, I guess, thing that I'm expecting to come with quality of life changes, I guess. Mm. I don't know how else I can put it, but yeah, it's 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 just not... It just doesn't make sense that you have all these other guns that can do this, and then two that are just like kind of left behind, mm. and like you do all these patch updates, and then something so small as that, you're just not looking at, but... I get it. There's priorities. They have to try to look at other things. I just, I don't know, some very small thing that I found weird. Yeah, I would um, hope. I would hope that that, because because at least it does seem like, and I I have some problems with this too. So I agree with you, but it seems like they're not focused on the, the quality of life stuff yet. And I, I, I don't know enough about game development to say like whether you know this is something that should happen or not just yet. But it does seem like they're very much focused on like bug fixes. And then maybe down the road be doing more quality of life stuff. <clears throat> I am curious about your experience with the game, considering you're on a Series X now. Like, what improvements you've, if any, have you noticed or anything along those lines? Um, so, this is funny because I have to mention another game to get this point across. Okay. So, <laughs> Series X in terms of that. I haven't really gotten a chance to kind of like dig in and look at like ray tracing or any kind of that kind of stuff in the game and really take notice of it yet. However, this is going to make y'all laugh. While playing Destiny uh, a couple of days ago, <laughs> I forgot where I was. I think I was on the moon or some shit like that. And there's a puddle of water on the ground, right? And it was very reflective. My dumbass thought it was a hole in the ground. <laughs> so I. <laughs> Listen, y'all, that's how good it was, right? <laughs> okay. I tried to jump in the hole, and I noticed that I splashed water at my feet. 
And then, pure shame. Pure, just, just unadulterated, unfiltered, just shame of I tried to jump into a water puddle thinking it was a hole in the ground. <laughs> oh, is that next so, time power for you, bro? Mm-hmm. So, if that does not explain what's going on here, uh, <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. But I haven't experienced that in Cyberpunk specifically yet, but I will dig in deeper and uh, hopefully have more to speak on that later. But I, I don't know, man. The only thing that I could see that really seems like, like they kind of fixed is uh, some of the other minor things. And then I guess things like how the uh, the police spawn and shit like that I'm reading. and mm-hmm. But... Uh, uh, I'm I'm with you. Give me the next gen one. Yeah, and I, I'll see, we'll see where we're at. For sure. Well, <clears throat> Manny, I don't know if you got a chance to dive into the game at all, but you know, even from what you know about the patches so far, what do you think about this? Yeah, I just you know, I think it's funny seeing uh, like some videos on YouTube about like the patch fixes, fixes <laughs> with the air quotations, but. Um, yeah, I mean, even it's funny to see how, like, there's more bugs in the game or, like, there's some added bugs. Not, I wouldn't say more than probably when the game first came out, but, like, the fact that there's just added more bugs when it's, like, you're trying to fix the other ones and it's, like, you got to deal with those and there's probably new ones going to pop up. It's sad, um, you know, because, like, it's such a good game, but, like, these bugs are just, like spoiling it making it like a bad experience for like especially current gen console players mm-hmm. so like i remember i even seen one like glitch or bug where like you're driving and the next you know you see vt posing like outside the vehicle like <laughs> what type of bug is this how you, how does this yeah. even happen <laughs> yeah. but like you know it's just, it sucks i kind of wish you know like and i know we talked about it too it's like they should have focused strictly on next gen and just kind of like canceled the current gen especially like you know i feel like it just took so much longer to finish the game just because of the current gen and all those bugs and everything like that mm-hmm. if you just focused on the next gen game like it probably would have been you know a lot easier to work with since it's like upgraded hardware and i understand it's a business you're trying to get the most uh money out of people you can you know by giving it uh the most availability but like we just see how bad it backlashed and you know like yeah. some people still like really can't enjoy the game because of how much bugs there are still. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it could have been such a big push for, for next gen in, in general too. Right. Like it could have, obviously I, I think between the, the Xbox and the PlayStation, they're selling as many consoles as they possibly can right now. But mm-hmm. you know, for CD project red, it would have been, all right, this is like the best version of the game that we possibly could have made. You definitely would have diminished a lot of the bugs that were going on. And you would have put yourself in a situation where as soon as somebody gets a PlayStation 5, as soon as somebody gets a Series X, what's the first game on their mind? I got to go get Cyberpunk now. I have to go get Cyberpunk now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the game definitely did numbers, right? Like, we talked about it before. Like, relatively speaking, it was a successful game as far as money goes. But as far as, far as mindshare goes, you know, a lot of people have a bad taste in their mouth as far as how that game is being situated, right? We know it's been pulled yeah. off the PlayStation Store altogether. <laughs> even still after this patch. Um, it's such a weird situation that, that CD Projekt Red has found themselves in. But <clears throat> with that being said, actually leads us into another conversation around Cyberpunk that got, an, I guess, not leaked, but talked about this week. Um, there's some reporting specifically from 
uh, hold on here one second, specifically from IGN. Um, it looks like there's, there's some funky stuff going on around the multiplayer component of the game now. Uh, I guess CD Projekt Red had a strategy update this week where uh, the president of the studio talked about adjusting their, their strategy for online games. So his quote in particular was that, Previously, we, w- we hinted that our next AAA game would be a multiplayer cyberpunk game, but we have decided to reconsider this plan given our, our new, more systemic and agile approach. Instead of primarily focusing on one big online experience or game, we are focusing on bringing online into all of our franchises one day. Really weird quote, in my opinion, when talking about the idea that Cyberpunk multiplayer may not happen. Um, it seems really unclear as to whether Cyberpunk multiplayer has been delayed or canceled or whatnot. The way that that they were talking about it on this call almost made it seem like to me that they were. I mean, literally, the way he 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 put it in the quote was that they were releasing a Cyberpunk multiplayer game as opposed to it being a mode being attached to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. To me. You know, and we talked about this in the in the, the pre-show in a way. Um, and I know you guys all have slightly different ways to interpret the quote. Um, but for me, I interpreted that quote meaning that there probably won't be a multiplayer game itself. That this new tool set that they've developed will just get woven into Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. And considering all the issues that they're having, I don't know if that's necessarily a good idea. I don't know what that means. Um, but. Yeah, I mean, we can definitely go around the room, and I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this here. So, Manny, I'm going to let you start off this time around. What do you think this means for multiplayer on Cyberpunk? Yeah, and I like how you mentioned with the quote, how you said that it's, like, not just focus on Cyberpunk, but, like, both uh, franchises that they worked on, like The Witcher and Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, what could happen, um, from what I'm taking of this, is, like, maybe they won't focus on putting Cyberpunk multiplayer in 2077, but maybe some sometime along in the future they might just do cyberpunk online like how elder scrolls has their online or like how fallout has their online with fallout 76 and like that could be like how they focus on that multiplayer aspect in the future because we obviously know that what is it called um cyberpunk you know there's still a lot of things to focus on and you know multiplayer might not be the first thing you want to you know bring along with 2077 if the single player is not even stable itself so like if they do like a free-to-play type of service where it's like cyberpunk online or the witcher online and it's just like you know you got these quests and stuff like that mmo you know and hardware that can actually handle it like the next gen consoles then like you know i I would be down for it and I, i hope that's kind of like the case instead of kind of forcing it into like cyberpunk 2077 when the game is already not in a stable state yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I well, at least the way that they worded some of that stuff on the call, it kind of seemed like they they wanted to use that system to weave it into twenty seventy seven to reduce the potential impact of bugs and whatnot. I just think it's such a vague quote, and I I feel like them not talking about it as much. While I, I'm sure it's probably because they don't want to make promises that they can't keep. I feel like it it creates more bad press around the game, and that's the last thing that this developer needs right now. Like, I think they need to be more transparent and more clear than ever about what's going to happen going forward with this game. Because I don't know, I know that they didn't make concrete promises about multiplayer and saying that oh, like it's going to be a multiplayer game attached to twenty seventy seven and it'll be free and all that other stuff. But the more uncertainty you create around this game, 
the more you're hurting it. Not uh, makes me it makes me nervous. I'll say so. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with that being said, Chris, you know, what do you what do you think about this? Uh, it. I don't know. I mean, I can kind of see where you're coming from with it being a thing that they uh, weave into the game, and it's not like a standalone thing like how they do in Grand Theft Auto. Um. Yeah, but the wording, I don't know. I can't see anything positive from necessarily the wording. The wording didn't really, I don't know. It didn't really give me anything that made me feel like, oh, I can't wait for this or I can't wait for this. If anything, the wording kind of made me feel like they were being scared to say what they really wanted to say. But what's really happening here is that whatever we were supposed to be getting multiplayer-wise, if we do get it, it ain't coming when we were expecting it to come. You know, it's probably going to be... At the very least, I, I don't th- see us getting any form of online anything with the game until probably next year, maybe, kind of thing, you know? So, and I feel like they just don't want to come out and just say flat out, hey, uh, we're pushing back multiplayer or any online features until next year, because maybe they think that'll look worse, but I kind of feel like, I don't know. I, uh, it just pisses me off because I, you know, we talked about Biomutant a couple weeks back, and I remember in their trailer, they put at the end of the trailer, game coming when we're ready to drop like you know what i'm saying they 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 don't want it. they've been waiting so many years to drop this game but they wanted to make it perfect mm-hmm. and it's just like why don't more studios do this why do they put themselves in this position where now we got to do this song and dance and hopefully they recover it's just it's crazy to me but sorry uh tangent <laughs> um <laughs> uh, yeah I, I don't know i i just yeah from what that told me we're gonna have to wait for whatever we get and based on the new bugs that are coming from the last patch, it just feels like they're going to be fixing this game all damn year. And it's been six months already since the game came out. Like, six months. So, mm-hmm. oh, good God. Yeah, yeah, it just hit me up when the next-gen John drops, man. <laughs> I can't say nothing about none of this stuff. At least when the next-gen update happens, maybe I won't care so much about multiplayer until next year. It's just... I don't know. They got to do something with some of this stuff, man, because it can't just keep on being like on some, hey, this was supposed to happen, but not. Nobody can do it as bad as Anthem did, but CD Projekt Red, you got to step get, it up. They're getting pretty close, yeah. Yeah, you got to step it up. I feel like they need like an event or something to really sit. You know, we were talking about a couple weeks ago at the, the uh, Square Enix showcase how the Avengers team came out, you know, Crystal Dynamics Dynamics came out and said, here's a roadmap. Here's what we plan on doing. We're going to be transparent going forward. Cyberpunk needs that moment. I think if they have that moment, I think it could really garner a lot of goodwill for people. And it's like, okay, this is what we have to look forward to. Like, give us a taste of, like, why we should care about this game moving forward. You know, like, I don't know, just, you need to do something because now when... And, you know, granted, it's one game, you know, obviously Bioware hit us off with two pretty bad games that are, in my opinion, bad games that may have lost um, some goodwill, to, you know, as far as from the fans. Uh, but, yeah, CD Projekt Red, they need to give us something to be excited about so that people still care about what they have to do. Right. Like we know The Witcher 3 was a great game and the games that they had, you know, beyond, uh, in the past were good games. But, yeah, I don't know. It's not looking good for them. But mm-hmm. As, you know what I wanted to add to? I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh-huh. Um, you know what's missing from them, too? It's like a certain level of, like, humility, almost. 
and not saying that that other video that came out um before a month or two ago with the uh the one of the developers and he looked really kind of like just drained and like his soul was gone out of him or whatever mm-hmm. we got that one video and it was like all right we feel bad for you guys because we know you're working on the game and stuff but like you still got to give us something i wish they were more like um what's the guy's name from bethesda that recently was on stage with uh phil spencer todd howard i think his name is todd todd or, or todd Pete is like the head guy at Bethesda. Todd Howard's the guy who invented or who's basically the brains behind Fallout and um Yeah, he's the one that was on stage with uh with Phil, right? Not the Ghost Hines. They were both there. If you're talking about on the um like the Bethesda showcase thing, they were both there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. There was this particular part with Todd, I think, where he was just completely dishonest about the, the, the blunder of Fallout 76. Mm, and he said it in a sense of accepting it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. he was more like, yeah, it came out and it did horrible. And we called this dude. And it was more like, a, okay, we accepted that the game's bad right now and we just got to do something about it. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm waiting for from CD Project Red. You know what I'm saying? It still feels like they're still in that, oh, we fucked up and please feel sorry for us mode. And it's like, all right, we get it. The fuck up already happened. Come on, Show like you something. know what I'm saying, like yeah, let, yeah let, let's go. Yep. Whereas the the mentality that this dude had on stage was, we know we messed up, we're gonna try to rectify, and in some ways they did a good job of rectifying a lot of that game. So like, I don't know, I guess that's the humility I'm looking for. I'm not looking for so much the whole make feel bad for us because we tried to give a good game and it didn't work. So at this point, come on, what, what's what's good? You know, yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, they they definitely got to show up at this point, you know. Like it's like you said, it's it's been damn near six months. Like we need to see something to make us, you know, really stay interested in it. So mm-hmm. we'll keep an eye out. CD Projekt Red, you know, they they pop up in our news cycle every couple of weeks, and it's just been worse and worse since Cyberpunk's launched. Um, even before that, with the whole crunch situation and all that stuff. So you know, we wish wish those developers the best. Hopefully, we'll see something really soon. Because I still think they really have something good there. I really love the yeah. world that they created. I love the story that they created. It's just, just those bugs. You got to pluck them out, fix them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah. we'll jump jumping into the next thing here. So, start off by saying, Sony fans, you look away. Just, just look away. All right, we got, we got to have a lot to say here. You're probably not going to want to see Hold this. On. But we got a pretty huge announcement this week, guys. Um, Let's 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 really put this into perspective real quick, all right? So, MLB the Show 21 again made by Sony Santa Monica, a PlayStation studio, is going to be in Game Pass, guys, day 1, April 20th, mm. day 1. Um f- free for anyone subscribing to Game Pass. Mm. Insane. And uh of course, you know, if you're on PlayStation where you've been playing the show for, for years, you're going to have to shell out $70 to play the game. It's an absolutely <laughs> wild thing. They announced it, uh, you know, this Friday, April 2nd. I had to, I had to oh check it when I saw the tweet. I had to make sure it wasn't an April Fool's joke. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely crazy. So we're just going to dive in, guys. Chris, mm-hmm. start it off, bro. What do you think about this? <laughs> I just... <laughs> It's it's wild, man. It's wild because you know it's funny. When I first heard this news, the first thing I could think of was uh, I don't know if you ever heard that song from Future, but it's called Finessing. And it's like Finessing, Finessing. 
And I just pictured Phil Spencer on stage with that troll meme face. <laughs> oh, man. Because, dog, that's what this is. There is no other way to put this. This is a straight-up Vanessa. He, yo, he, he, what? How? Like, if you're working for the Sony studio, and you know this is going to happen. Like, I mean, I, maybe you don't care because you're just there to make your dollar. But if you have any kind of, like, heart in it, how do you feel okay with this? Like, how are you... It, that's weird, man. You literally are serving up a highly sought-after game because there's not a lot of baseball options out there. Mm-hmm. You're serving it up on Game Pass Day 1 for people who pay a subscription fee every month and telling your own native customers that they have to spend $70 to play this game. Bam. Bam. <laughs> My guy finessed him in two ways. Not only did he finesse the fact that he can make he got y'all making a game to play on his platform that more people are probably going to be okay with, but he finessed it in a way where now you guys also look bad. You, like, you guys look very bad now because, like, how do you... Who allowed this? Who who said this was okay? Like, who? Somebody, somebody, yo, all right. This is, <laughs> like, somebody said this was okay. And I'm just trying to, yo, yeah, this man finesse, bro. That's the only mm-hmm. thing I can say. I don't know how else to put it. Like, yeah. because this should, this should not have happened. This, this should not have happened. And, um, <laughs> the gaming community is laughing. Uh, I think some of us are still gasping. I was um, in shock. I'm still in shock. I, I just don't understand the move here. Like, usually when you look at a business like deal, you kind of see on both sides, usually where there was benefit or where the gain happened. Mm-hmm. I see 100% where the gain is for Microsoft. I don't understand what Sony is getting out of this, this, this. Can y'all explain this to me? I don't I, see what they get out of this at all. I, I, I can see where PlayStation wins here in a way for their dollars. I, well, I'm, I'm, I don't want to tip my hand as to what I have to say about it just yet. So I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let Manny go first oh, okay. before okay. I go into okay. it. But, um, but yeah, Manny, what do you, what do you think about it? I mean, it also playing part that the MV might have a factor into this. Like, they might have a say because, like, you know, they could be just like the producer of the game because, like, you know, they're they're, they're calling shots. They they forced the uh, Sony to uh, make it into Xbox, so now yeah. we have it on Xbox, and they're probably like, oh, we see how Game Pass is doing with these other games. Why not try uh, doing an MLB so we can let your fans know or like you know play the game. Day one when it comes out on Game Pass with mm-hmm. you know the subscription, so like you know it's it's funny to see like everybody was going crazy to the tweets and all that kind of stuff. Like somebody posted a tweet it was like I forgot how it went, but it was like PlayStation was like the best we can give you is um, a Hot Worlds, I think it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> it was, and it was like a picture of like the pawn the pawn shop dudes or whatever. And it was it was funny because like Bruh. you know it's. Xbox is just like, you know, everything is like coming to Game Pass, especially exclusive titles, like, whereas PlayStation is like, the best you get is like PlayStation Plus gives you like random games every month, and you still got to shell out $70 now for these AAA titles when Xbox is like, all right, you just pay $10, $15 a month, and 
here you go. You get to play. Yeah. And it's crazy, too, because, like, you know, with the whole Game Pass and xCloud and all that kind of stuff, it's like you can play MLB The Show on your phone. Like, you can take it anywhere. Uh, you know, as long as you have a controller, I'm sure. You just play it on your phone. You know, like, play on your Xbox, all this kind of stuff. So it's definitely a huge deal for MLB. And the sense for it's like a lot of people are being able to play it, but you know, like I feel I feel bad for Sony fans who've been, you know, dedicated to the system, the service, the PlayStation Plus all these years, and the best it gets, Ottawa. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's looking tough over there for them, man. You know, and obviously, like you mentioned, Manny, like they're they're pretty vocal about their displeasure around it. You know, a lot of uh, PlayStation-centric content creators and, like, blogs and whatnot, they're really talking about how bad this makes PlayStation look, how good it makes Xbox look. Like, you know, we, we talked about this before. Pretty much since the moment we started this this podcast, right? Like, Xbox is here to make moves this generation. They're not playing around. Ever since Bill, Phil Spencer took over, like, he's been making more and more consumer-friendly moves. And, you know, this is just another one of those things and it's obviously on a, a completely different scale when you think about the fact that this is a playstation game it was a playstation exclusive for many 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 years um and yeah man you hit the nail on the head with what i was going to say right like i don't i think playstation has absolutely no control over this deal this was a hundred percent i think between the mlb and xbox um i mean even if you look at the the announcement that came up on the xbox blog it was the, the whole thing was written by uh, Jamie, we'll say, Lassie, uh, the uh, basically the MLB Senior Vice President of Games and VR. So the blog post came directly from the MLB. It seems like this deal is between Microsoft and the MLB. And, you know, I guess we can dive into a little bit more at, at some point later on down the road. But it definitely seems like Sony might have struck a deal to say, all right, we want to be the exclusive publisher of the game. But it seems like the MLB said, if you're going to have our license, you're still putting it on other platforms and we control everything that's going on with the game. So, yeah, it it definitely seems like uh, MLB kind of went behind Sony's back in a way. I don't know if that's the right way to say it, but one thing you can definitely say is, you know, Phil Spencer's out here playing freaking 3D chess, bro. Like, that's it's it's such a big move, bro. It's such a big move. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like uh, you know now we got we got MLB and Game Pass, you know EA or not EA but like the NFL and you know NBA. Where you at? Where you at? Yeah, you know that's like part of it though, bro. Like oh, it's like you oh. know now now we got like a game just coming to the uh, console generation or not console generation but like the console the Xbox consoles for the first time. And I was like, all right, we're gonna put this on Game Pass with our first game. And we still shelling out sixty, seventy dollars on unfinished games like Madden Two K, which is buggy and annoying. Like that's going, ma- and then they're gonna make us pay like bread on VC to like create our own characters and all that set and all stuff. Like obviously it's optional, but like you know, and I'm gonna be the show. I'm sure there ain't no microtransaction unless you're playing like Diamond Dynasty, I think it's called, which is like the ultimate team of MOB. Mm. So like you know what I'm saying? It's just like. But this this could change the landscape for sports games, though, right? Like, I hope so. I, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. I really think it opens a door here if it like, yeah, if oh, it's, man. If it's like, successful, oh, man, yeah. And and the other this, thing, this, yeah, the the other thing around why I think 
even if Sony did have a hand in this situation, I think it's a, a win for Sony if they're still getting a cut of this, is that you have this franchise that's never existed on a platform. So there may be some, res- and this, you know, there's some debate here, right? Like it's still the, the only real simulation sports uh, baseball game in town. So there really shouldn't be that much reservation about trying it. But, you know, if you're an Xbox gamer, you've been an Xbox gamer, you have no idea what the hell the show is. And now there's all this fanfare around it coming to Game Pass. So you can try it with no, uh, you know, consequences really. And, you know, and that's really a big part of what makes Game Pass such a win for people. And we'll even talk about it in a little second when we go into uh, Outriders. But, you know, it's something you could try. There's no consequences here. So now you get people on the hook to play the game. They love it because everybody knows that the quality on the show has always been top tier. Arguably one of the, the best sports games, you know, in that genre. So now it's something that's out there for more people to play. Um, and then, you know, next year the show 22 comes and maybe it'll be in game pass, but let's say it's not right. If you're Sony, you've already gotten people on the hook. Now they're like, Oh, well, this is a franchise. I know now this is a franchise. I really enjoyed last year. Maybe I will shell out the 60 or $70 for it this next year. So I think that could be the play maybe from Sony. I I still feel like Sony probably had no say in this at all. Um, Mm -hmm. And I also think that it could set a precedent where we will see the show 22 in game pass next year as well. Um, If it, if it, hits the way that we all think it will man yeah it's 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 just opening doors man like i don't know if we'll see madden 22 in here day one or or 2k 22 in here day one but it's another one of those things where if i'm a studio and i'm like well i want to get all my money up front and on top of that it doesn't it doesn't take away from people being able to buy the game right so if you're in game pass you have a 10 percent discount on the game Let's say this game is only going to be in Game Pass for like three months or something like that. And then that three month timeline hits and people are like, shit, I really like this game. Let me shell out the money for it. Like it's a win still for everyone. Um, oh, man. And then the, the fact that it's going to be in xCloud or Xbox Cloud Gaming, what they call it. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I'm forever going to call it xCloud just so y'all know. But um, I just think that's even crazier now because now you don't need an Xbox to go play that game, right? Like if you have a phone and you want to subscribe to Game Pass and you don't have an Xbox, like you're mm-hmm. that's still another opportunity for you. That is crazy. Like it's such a it's it has so many ramifications that may be hard to understand right now. But every every time we see like another big deal like this, which we will see plenty, I I almost guarantee you this summer will be filled with deals like this. And we can always draw draw a line back to this and Outriders and be like, man, these were really successful. This is probably why it happened now. This is probably why it happened now. Like, oh, man. Yeah, it's it's mind-blowing to me. Yeah. I feel like if this, if this works out how we think it's going to work out, this can somewhat mitigate, if the other games follow suit, it can somewhat mitigate the whole thing that we argue about, about how we're getting tired of constantly have to shell out 60 bucks every year for a game that's not as yep. polished right because then i don't i don't have that argument as much anymore y'all know that's what i constantly was saying about 2k for years now it's 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 kind of samesy every year they don't change a lot it's hard for me to say i want to spend 60 70 bucks on this game every single year so i'm always either behind or i just don't grab it right so but now if they start following suit and they start saying all right we actually got more money here now doing it with game pass then you know, at that point, whatever. You don't even have to make a game that you update. You could keep putting it in Game Pass every year, and if that's what y'all want to do, it's fine. Either way, 
you stopped me from having to spend 60 bucks on a game that I didn't feel like was 60 bucks every year. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that now. So now I'm a way more happy consumer for sports games. And I feel like, you know, you kind of mentioned it. You know, shit, man, it, this is just one game. You know, this is one game. It, it only takes one game being really successful on some cross-platform shit for other shit to say, you know what, well, you know, maybe we might, you know, want to stop some of this exclusivity stuff a little bit here and there and try to see about, you know, getting some of that Game Pass money because look at how it is working. Like, it's just, it opens a lot of little doors, man, and I agree 100%. A lot of stuff this summer. Yep. 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 It's going to be a big E3. Or whatever showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's gonna be huge, man. And um, I mean, I guess, I guess, let's just pivot right over to it now, right? Like, I, I, you know, we're we're gonna get into our, our Outriders review now. Um, you know, Outriders is is like the prime example to me of this situation where I, I'm spoiler, guys. I don't think the game is that good. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it's worth sixty or seventy dollars at all. But I'm gonna tell you right now. I already put in like ten hours in this game. Like I'm, I guess halfway through the game, halfway through my world tiers, halfway through the the level situation. Like this is not a game I would have spent sixty dollars or seventy dollars on, but the fact that it was in Game Pass, like I'm playing it now. And when you when you tweak that to look at a sports game, like right now, there's nothing in in Outriders that would cause me to spend any more money into the game, right? But a sports game, like a two K or something like that. Let's say now. I'm somebody who, like Chris, right, for example, he mentioned 2K. Um, you know, he doesn't buy it every year. He, he waits for it to be cheap or something along those lines, or he'll just skip a year altogether. So now it's in Game Pass. Now Chris is diving in. He's liking what he's playing. He's playing my career, and he wants to buy some VC. He wants to buy some drip for his character. That's $20 out of Chris that they weren't going to get beforehand, on top of the Game Pass money they're getting from Microsoft. It's like the monetization strategy has changed now. Like these companies aren't just thinking about, oh, I'm going to get this guy $60 because that's not realistic anymore. People have this expectation around Game Pass. Like, like you know, and I, I'm thinking about it too, right? This week I got my PlayStation. I bought Miles Morales and it felt awful buying that game. Like not because I don't think the game is worth that money. It's just like now I'm just trained to like, you know, have these really great experiences in yeah. Game Pass. It just feels weird. I had to shell out money for Miles Morales. I had to shell out money for... um Ghost of Tsushima, like it just feels weird now, you know. Like it's, it's, ah, I don't know. Like it, I don't know if that's a good thing necessarily because I think these studios definitely deserve their money, and obviously they're getting it from Microsoft when when they're being put in Game Pass. But it's just weird. Like it's such a thing to be acclimated to, where it's like I'm now I can expect these really great experiences in Game Pass, and I'm just paying my monthly subscription like I normally do, and it really is on the lines of a Netflix of gaming type of situation, or like I shell out my money every week or every uh, month for for HBO Max now, and every month I know I'm going to get like a a high quality Hollywood movie that's going to be in HBO Max for this year, right? Like this week in HBO Max we got um, Godzilla. Godzilla versus King Kong, like that's a huge movie, right? And now I just, it's already there for me in the service. Netflix, every month, we know we're going to get some high quality TV show or movie or something like that. Like this is just moving that scale. Like this is how entertainment will be from here on out. Like it's just, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But, but yeah, aside from the game, st- game pass stuff, guys. So outriders, you know, let's, let's talk about it here. Um, <laughs> I've already said my, my little spiel on the game. Mm. 
Manny, I'm gonna let you start off. What do you think about the game so far? Man, it's so cheesy. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> I, I, like especially in the beginning portions of the game, like the cutscenes, like I feel like the cutscenes are so bad. Like, not like in a way where it's just like, I don't know, it's just weird to explain. Like, so like I feel like the cutscenes cut off a little early than when they're supposed to. So like, it could be like in the mid last sentence, and then it's just like next thing you know you're in the game already, and it's like. Okay, that was kind of weird, but I'll I'll dive back into the game and like, and it's just like like I mentioned with our first impression with the demo a long time ago. It's like it's just so basic. You got your power sets, your guns. I mean, obviously they got the loot aspect of the game, where it's like depending on what tier you get, whatever you want to swap out your gear. Okay, cool, but like it's just like a at times it could just be like a basic art. You sit uncover. You shoot, depending on what class you pick, of course, and then, like, you use your abilities. And, you know, it's... I'm glad it's on Game Pass because, like, you know, I definitely wouldn't have showed $60 or $70, depending on, you know, whatever they set the price point at. Mm -hmm. It's like, now I'm playing the game, and I feel like, you know, I'm going to enjoy the game because, you know, I got it for free, basically. And, like, you know, like if you have an Xbox Game Pass, definitely I would say download it. I mean, it's not gonna hurt your pockets in any way. And it just like you know, maybe in the future if they get as much people playing the game, update the game more. I mean, shoot, why not? But like like it's it's a game I wanna like, but at the same time it's like it's corny. It it, it could be a good corny in a sense, but yeah. It's uh, I, I would say that's like kind of my first impression. It's like it's a corny game, but like it could have potential if they work things out right. Mm, mm, okay, outright, <laughs> outright. <is like, laughs> this guy, <laughs> Chris. So, what, what do you think about the game? What's your impressions? Um, so it's, it's it's weird though. I I do like it. It's not like outstanding or anything. I'm like, oh my god. But I know there is something about the game I do enjoy. Um. Yeah, it's it's weird though because it's like nothing in the game stands out as something that I've never done in another video game before. Um, a lot of it seems like a bunch of bits and pieces from different video games. You got a lot of gears in there. You got some 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 Mass Effect elements. You got some. Uh, I'm trying to think what else you could. Uh, even in some ways, even though the combat is way better in Anthem, there's even some things that remind me of that because how you do the combo sometimes with things. Mm-hmm. So. There's um there's a couple different things that, that remind me of the game for sure. Um, but you, you know what it is? It's 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 the damn looter aspect, man. And I think that's what they've done very well. I gotta give them credit for that. Uh it's not again, not nothing special, but when I pick up a piece of gear, and even the low tier gear has decent perks on it sometimes if you find a uh like I found something the other day, what it do? Uh there's a thing on the um I think my character is a technomancer, pyromancer. pyromancer. No, not pyromancer. It's techno something. The one that does all the long range stuff, and he has the turret. Oh, that okay. People. I know what you're talking about. It's the, it's the very first class to the left. That's green. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a thing called blighted rounds where you can load your bullets up and they do toxic damage. Mm. And um, I got an armor piece that now because basically the way it works is you can do the, the toxic damage. But as soon as you swap your weapon out or you reload, you lose the the perk. So the armor piece I had just picked up lets me live through a whole reload, and I get to keep it for another clip. So I was like, man, this is kind of cool, because like the synergy here is really kind of nice. 
So I guess the reason why I think I like it is the looting aspect and it makes me feel powerful right away. Like, I don't feel like I got to super grind to get my shit. And that's the one thing about a game like Destiny where it's like, you could kind of go through Destiny and not care about any of your perks if you want to. And there's plenty of players who do that and they're they're successful. Like, they'll go into Crucible with whatever weapon and they'll still do well. But there's a level of the game that you're kind of, like, holding yourself back from in terms of just, like, that S-tier level of... Oh, snap. My watch. Sorry, guys. This S-tier level of just, like, kind of being able to take advantage of all the things that the game lets you do. Whereas Outriders, you don't really have to work too, too hard to kind of feel kind of strong after a while. If you can get your character up maybe one-third of the way and you unlock a good amount of those uh, special abilities... Mm. You can make some decent builds here and there, even just with the low tier armor. So it makes me wonder, like, what the the legendary stuff looks like, like seriously, because I have nothing even close to that yet. And I guess that kind of brings me into the next thing, where it's like, if this loot is really good enough to grind for, and then I get it, and it's doing all this crazy stuff, there's no way I can't see them not eventually adding content in the game that allows me to use this now strong stuff to go do something. You know, there's there's just no way. Um, and I know we have spoke about this a little bit before, um, you know, in the pre-show or whatever, but, you know, them putting it in Game Pass was uh, humongous. Humongous, man, because none of this would have happened without it, in my opinion. You know, you got a game that had a decent amount of buzz and a decent amount of people were talking about it. And I think I got, a lot of people were excited about it before the demo even came out. And then the demo drops, and it seems to be turning a couple more people's heads a little bit. And then they announce out of nowhere. They didn't wait. You know, they didn't even do like what Fallout did. They were just like, nah, we're going to beat it to the punch. Put it in Game Pass day one. Announce it to the fans. Whatever. Cool. Them doing that almost reignited the, uh, the what was the word, uh, the interest in the game, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, oh, like you said. Uh, this game's okay, but I don't got to spend 60 bucks to play it. Okay, bet. And my demo progress carries over into this, so I don't got to start from scratch when I get in it. Oh, wow, this is actually pretty decent. So now you're looking at it, and it's a sense where it's like, now it seems like it's a little bit of a hit, right? Now you got all these people who kind of like it, and it seems like they're kind of digging it. And like, I'm seeing some really good reviews from certain folks mm-hmm. that are just, like, hooked, you know? There's no way that any of this happens without Game Pass. And I remember, you know, earlier you had mentioned, too, about how you know, now they might be kind of forced to kind of go down the route of adding stuff like raids and stuff to the game. And I, I 100% think so. 100%. There's no way you're going to tell me I'm grinding like oh, I'm grinding to get this stuff. And now you got a lot of people into the game, maybe even more than you thought that you were going to have at first, but then you don't add anything to the game to, to let these people do their thing. Mm-hmm. You got co-op, all this stuff. You're not going to add a raid to this game? You're not? Bro. Yeah. Y'all going to add some raids to the game. Come on, man. <laughs> stop playing with me. So... But I, I couldn't have said that a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I could not have said that. And that 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 to me is when you see stuff like that, you can't argue against Game Pass, bro. Like you just can't. You can sit there and you can make any excuse you got in the book, but the Game Pass literally just took a game that was like kind of like warm water and turned it into something that's hot water, and now it might be boiling in a little bit. Yeah, I don't know, I'm just saying that's that's. Mm-hmm. That's all anyone's really talking about this, you know, this week as far as games that they're playing, right? Like all, yeah. and you know, in general, anybody's talking about is Game Pass, period, right? Like we're talking about it. Obviously, the the MLB show stuff happened, and 
you know, it's hot right now. GameStop, uh, GameStop, <laughs> Game Pass is like really, you know, it's 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 having a year, right? Like it's all anybody's really been talking about. I, and I love that you mentioned the raid stuff, right? <clears throat> we talked about this in the past. I, you know, the, the developer really seems to be having a weird time talking about whether this is a live service game and, you know, there's not really a lot of end game content right now. Um, and you talked about, you know, all these builds and all, you know, the, the, the fun parts about the game being all the different weapons that you can get and all the synergy and all that stuff. And part of me thinks that the reason why it's set up that way so early on is because there really isn't an end game. So you have to make the player feel powerful, like immediately there shouldn't be something to grind for. And, you know, there's some value in that, you know, and there's some argument to be made about that. Um, but the, the difference I would I would at least bring up about Destiny is there's an end game. It is like unapologetically a live service game. Yeah. You're 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 grinding for all these weapons. You're grinding for all this power to then go ahead and bring it into raids. To then go ahead and bring it into multiplayer. Um, and obviously, there's no there's no competitive multiplayer or PvP aspect to Outriders as of yet. I don't know how that would work. Anyways, I don't know if I necessarily mm-hmm. want to yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it seems like at, at least this uh, studio, people can fly. They've really tried to stay away from the the idea of calling it a live service game because there is no end game. There's no raids. There's no dungeons. There's no none of that. Um, and you know, maybe part of that is because they didn't want to invest in all that stuff if the game wasn't going to be successful. The hope is that now that you know all this stuff has happened with the Game Pass and the games really get, garnered all this traction, that hopefully they will now spend the resources to go ahead and add in raids and add in all this different stuff to keep the players coming back for more. And that's the thing that makes this game difficult to review in that regard, because all this stuff that we're, we're, you know, pulling together all these weapons and all this stuff, which I admit is like one of the strongest points of the game. Like I I've had an opportunity to play the game. To me, the two strongest points about the game is it makes you feel powerful immediately. Well, three, three points. It makes you feel powerful immediately. The guns are diverse in the sense that they all have different perks that are fun, right? Like, I, I accidentally picked up a gun off the ground and equipped it because I held the X button for too long, and mm-hmm. it was an SMG. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. Like, I started shooting somebody with it because I was in a really tight position, and he, like, he turned to stone. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, did, is that, like, something that the other enemy did or whatever because sometimes if you catch if if an enemy accidentally shoots another enemy or hits them with um a grenade those effects happen to the enemy so there's like friendly fire from the other team so i was like oh shit let me like shoot this other guy shoot him in the head like and it has to be a precision hit that turns him into stone i'm like oh this is fucking fire and it's like i probably wouldn't have like dove in to look at that gun's um perk set because i just picked it up quickly and i was trying to go through the level or whatever um, but I was like, damn, this is dope. Like, and I had a lot of fun with that gun until I got one that's significantly more powerful. And I actually found like a, I guess an, a legendary gun or whatnot. It's purple or whatever. Um, I was like, oh shit, well, this is, this is better now. So I'm going to use this. So the, the difference between the guns and the perks and all that stuff and it changing your play style in real time is really cool. And it, it happens so quickly that you don't have to f- like finagle with the mods and stuff like that in the same way that you would in destiny. So that stuff's really cool. Um, but yeah, in the back of my head, the idea that I'm doing all this stuff and it might not mean anything in the long term kind of sucks. So yeah. yeah, I'm really hoping that we can have more positive things to say about the game down the road if they really do commit to 
a roadmap where there's dungeons or something along those lines, like more challenging content that you want to bring your friends into and, and play longer term. You know, I know they're they're dealing with some pretty significant server issues since they released, and at this point, it's just kind of one of those things that's to be expected. It doesn't it doesn't make it feel good or anything like that, and it's not necessarily an excuse. But at some level, with these games that are set up this way, even though they don't want to call it a live service game, it basically is a live service game. It's not surprising that they're having some of these server issues. So I hope they get that stuff ironed out soon because didn't feel good the other day trying to play with Adam and we're going through the, you know, going through the, I think we were just getting to one of the boss fights for him in his world. And then boom, we got kicked out. And I was like, damn, shit sucked. I think we were just going to get Manny in there too because he had just finished downloading it or whatever, what have you. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping they get that stuff ironed out soon. Cause... It's probably because they weren't expecting that much people so they didn't have as much servers. So. At this point, hey, man, man. I might have caught him by surprise, maybe. Yeah, maybe. it's true. It's true. But we say that about every, you know, at some level, you got to, <laughs> yeah, you got to spec know, out for capacity, right? Like at least two, three million. I know there's some, some funkiness going on with the game because I think crossplay was part of the reason why they were having some of those server issues. True. They had to turn off um, matchmaking crossplay, like off the bat. That was one of the problems that was happening. Was a feature. I forgot yeah. too until recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, you can oh, cross play between yeah. PlayStation and PC users and all that stuff. So, you know. uh, yeah, wow, you know, yo, there's no way, there's no raids in this game. There's no way. I didn't even think about cross play potential. There is no way they don't add stuff to this game. Like, nah, nah, nah. I agree. Yeah, they gotta now, do it. Yeah, now that it's successful, you, you. I hope they reinvest all the money that they made and all the the hype that they're getting around it and reinvest it into just drawing out the life of this game. And hopefully they can make a better story because that's a, a big area of opportunity for me. <laughs> I just feel like the story is terrible. They're trying too hard to make it feel like Years of War 2. Like... Yeah, big, big areas of opportunity for me. But <clears throat> yeah, anything else you guys wanted to say about this game before we uh, wrap up? No, um, like I, like I, I said, you know, they just the only thing I one thing too. I feel like the like the um, menu in the game is kind of clunky. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's just me, but like I feel like <clears throat> it's not as fast as like you know like playing Destiny. Like I know yeah. you guys know the inventory is like pretty seamless, where it's just like you go over the thing, click the item, you're good. Yeah, like I feel like that could have a little bit of improvement, but. I mean, yeah, I felt they're not utilizing the SSD well or something. I was, I was gonna say too, like it, it felt like it didn't feel like a next gen game. It just felt like it was like upscaled to sixty frames for next gen consoles. Cause like the loading is still kind of forever, and like you know, at least a little too longer for you know what I'm used to. Yeah, you're right. In comparison to some other games, yeah, the loading is a little bit, especially considering it's not like they're loading in massive worlds or anything. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't feel like the next yeah. gen upgrades are really hitting the way they could be so hopefully that changes you know we'll get some updates down the road and we'll see what that looks like but uh chris you were about to say something um yeah no i just hope we get like a social space and i hope they start to build out more of the worlds and more of an open world-esque type of vibe because that's the only thing i think that they're missing from the game is the open worldness of it mm-hmm. like the levels you go through are they're, they're pretty linear if you're really looking at it on paper so, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I still want spaces that I could just explore. Um, so they need that. And then just patching some damn 
color options for your gear and shit. And like, give me a version of shaders or something. Because right now the game, it's very muted color wise. And I think a, a a patch or something to give not only the environments a little bit more dynamic of a look, but let me make my guy look a little. Because right now my guy looks muddy. Like he just looks like muddy and i don't really like that like that shit is not really it mm-hmm. and i get that the game's not really based on cosmetics and um well i guess it kind of is in a sense actually no that's not an excuse if you're doing a looter shooter you should give people a way to kind of like make their guy look how they want to look it's a looter shooter like come on so i think that's again something maybe they could add down the line which it seems subtle but i think it'd really add to the game a lot because it just visually sometimes when you're using your abilities it looks cool Especially the trickster stuff. The trickster shit looked dope as hell. But uh, everything looks so damn muddy all the damn time. Yeah. Man. It just, oh, I, yeah, throw some more color in there for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Well, boys, you know, one thing we gotta get going though is we gotta we gotta stream. We got the perfect, mm-hmm. you know, situation here. Three of us get a little expansion pack podcast stream of the Outriders. Um, hey. Yeah, we got to get that going soon, guys. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Keep, keep a lookout up for that, boys. Um, yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. um, the other thing I wanted to mention too. Well, I guess we'll see. We'll see because I we can't commit to anything just yet. But I, I really do want to see. Yeah, we don't want to do like CD Project. <laughs> <laughs> we can't make don't make promises we can't keep. But I do really want to try to get a stream going because uh, you know, like I said, one of the things that I really did like about the game is playing it in co op. I think it it adds a different element to the game for sure. Um, so yeah, maybe that's a, that's something we can ex- explore this week or something. Um, but you know, we're gonna head out. You know, it's running a little long this time around, so. Boys, let the people know where they can find you. This time, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to let Chris start off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that kind of messed me up a little bit. Um, all right. Well, people, you know, you find your boy on everything at M-A-Y-2-5-T-H-X-X <laughs> on everything. And... As I always throw in at the end, because I know it's a new age and the young folks don't be doing this no more. But I'm also on Gmail. So, pen pal me. All right. All right. Oh, your boy. <laughs> All right, Manny. It's good. All right. Uh, yeah, you can find me anywhere Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, Goomaster Flex. Uh, Twitch and Instagram is a little different. Go Masterflex under TTV. You know, hit your boy up. If you guys, you know, got something to say. Like, you know, obviously discuss games and stuff like that. You already know. Okay, word, word. All right, well, for me, as always, you can find me, Black Ice 8, pretty much everywhere. Xbox, PlayStation, Steam. Um, Make sure to check me out on Twitch as well, at twitch.tv slash blackice8. Only difference, really, for uh, Instagram is it's blackice8 underscore gaming. And as far as the podcast goes, definitely make sure to like and subscribe to this video. It helps us out big time. We're uh, really looking to to grow and uh, bring you some more content, you know, a little bit of diversity and, and not just the podcast and whatnot. Definitely keep an eye out for our Twitches as well. You know, we're going to try to get things going, get a, get more group streams going for sure. Um, and yeah, check us out on the Instagram at Pod, And we'll check you guys out next week. Thank you guys for watching as always. Peace. Thank you.
Yeah.